Hello, everybody. Welcome on into our week 10 review here on the Butt Ending Podcast. Uh, it is me, Paul, with Chris once again. Chris is a little busy right now uh, doing some research, having been distracted, I think, by March Madness a little bit. Uh, so yes. I am going to take over the first segment and we'll hear from him shortly. All right. So we have finished up the house uh, regular season. It's over. Uh, the final standings for the house cup are the house Baratheon at 39 points at a buy this past week, which is Paul and Travis. And then house Greyjoy is second. They finished second uh, with 30 points. They got a, their third consecutive sweep. Uh, they swept who they sweep this week. <laughs> they swept the Targaryens, which is Michelle and Mike. Uh, so they got the eight points, jumped up to 30, and they leapfrogged the Starks for second place. The Starks ended up in third with 28 points. Uh, Targaryens fourth, 23, and Lannisters fifth with 18 points this season. So what that means is that the Baratheons will be playing the Greyjoys this week uh, in a winner-take-all uh extravaganza anyway it's a battle lot for the iron throne the final battle battle for the iron throne uh so the whole thing is that whichever one of those houses has the most combined points at the end of the week each person from that house gets 40 dollars. so if travis and paul's score adds up to higher than ben and mandy's score then paul and travis get the iron throne and take home the money uh and the gray joys uh if they win they will take home the money so it's one week instead of two weeks this year, all in total score for your house. Uh, and that's how it will be decided. So that is something to pay attention to. And then shifting over to the individual standings, a uh, big week for those. Uh, we'll start with the green seer division this week. Uh, Paul sitting at 10 and 0 uh, this week uh, in first place. Uh, and second is Chris sitting at six and four. In third is John sitting at four and six. He's tied with Mandy also at four and six. And then the last place or fifth place in the division right now is Mike at three and seven. On the other side, the children of the forest, we have a new leader atop the division. Uh, ben defeated Michelle this week and not only put his house, helped put his house into the house championship, but he also uh, had defeated Michelle to take first place in their division and move into the number two seed in the playoffs, which will get, would get an automatic buy through the first round. So that was a big matchup between Ben and Michelle this past week. Uh, so anyway, Ben sitting in first at six and four wins the tiebreaker over Michelle, who's now in second at six and four. And then Keegan and Lane both sitting at four and six tied for third and Travis sitting in fifth in their division at three and seven. If we look at the current playoff bracket, if the playoffs were to start this week, there's only one week left. So week 11 is the last week of the regular season. Um, but going into post week 10, uh, the playoff standings are Paul in first place at the number one seed. He will be the number one seed going into the playoffs, no matter what happens <laughs> this last week. And so he gets a five to the first round. And by he, I mean me. And then in second right now, Ben has propelled himself to the number two seed for a buy for the first round. Uh, the four and five seeds did not change. So John is the fifth seed. Chris is the fourth seed right now. They would play each other to see who faces off against Paul in the second round. And then Michelle is the three seed and 
uh, I didn't think we'd be in the position to say this uh, at any point in the season. And I think we all put a dagger in her early on in the season. But Mandy right now is the number six seed in the playoffs, having won four straight weeks. She's sitting at four and six and she's squeaking in. Uh, there are four teams tied for two positions currently, the last two positions in the playoffs. So the top two teams with the most total points scored win that tiebreaker. And right now that's John and Mandy are winning that tiebreaker over Lane and Keegan. But moving into the final week, the big thing to know is that not a single house is technically eliminated yet from the playoffs or not a single house, a single person uh, is eliminated yet from the playoffs. We have based on the matchups pretty much. Uh, so Mike and Travis are both sitting at three and seven currently, and that puts them only one game back from the playoffs going into the final week. And it is possible that there is a scenario where there is a six-way tie for the final two positions in the playoffs. So for that to happen, if Michelle beats Mandy, Mike beats Lane, Travis beats John, and Chris beats Keegan, we will have six teams sitting at four and seven, and the tiebreaker will be points four. So... In the points four category, if we're just looking at that between the six teams that have a shot to uh, make the playoffs, Travis is sitting the best right now, even though he's not in the playoffs and has a three and seven record. He is fifth overall in points four, um, and he's sitting comfortably ahead of everyone else that he could possibly tie. Uh, right now, he's got 15. Well, Chris will go into this a little bit, but he has 1,528 points on the season. Behind him is John with 1,457. And then it's really tightly bunched. Mandy is at 1,454. And Keegan is at 1,452. So five points separate John, Mandy, and Keegan right now uh, in the tiebreaker for the playoffs. So it's going to be, you know, that one goalie start that you didn't do in week two, or that one person that you left on the bench or didn't take off IR in week four. That might be the reason you don't make the playoffs this year with how tight everybody is. So just know that if you are out of the playoffs, you still have a chance to make the playoffs. Mike has the worst shot to make the playoffs right now. He is over a hundred points behind John, Mandy and Keegan uh, in playoff in points four. And he's also sending one game back in his record. So unlikely, uh, but if he can outscore everybody else by a hundred and something points <laughs> and win, uh, he's got a shot. So not mathematically eliminated quite yet. Uh, but there's a lot going on here in week 11. Uh, everything is still up for grabs for, to see who gets into the playoffs. So make sure you guys are setting your rosters and don't give up on your team quite yet. Uh, and that's what I've got for the standings. Do you have anything to say about the standings, Chris? So pretty much there's just four teams that have locked up a playoff position. And that's me, Michelle, you, and Ben, right? Correct. We are all more than one game up on a playoff position going into yeah. the final week. So um, all of us are at six and four or better. So they have two game buffer with one week to go. All of those teams are locked in. I think I might try and lose. I, th I think I might just sit my whole team and lose on purpose so I can get the six seed. I have, 
maybe done that in the past uh, because <laughs> I was going to be the number. I don't know if I ended up doing it or not. I tried to kind of lose uh, because I didn't want to be the number one seed in the playoffs because if I was the number one seed, I actually oh, didn't like matter. who I had to face in the second round. So yeah, if you're going to be the, you're, you would be it the doesn't matter. I'm, I'm locked. Doesn't I'm locked matter. in. I'm locked in yes. to at least at least the four. Yes. So basically, my goal should be to win and Michelle to lose. And then yes, your goal it, right? should be to win and move up into that three seed position, or at least score a shit ton of points this week, right? Because like I, I think I'm only down by like three or so points to Michelle. Yeah. So right now, uh, Michelle has fifteen eighty four, and you've got fifteen forty six. Oh, so it's about one. it's about a forty point difference that you've got to make up Which, uh, to pass yeah. through a tie. Break. It could be done. We've seen no, it. Oh, it mean, can be. Yeah, it can yeah. be. I just gotta. Uh, but gotta yeah, so for more. I don't think again it's because partially because it's a truncated season, maybe, but it's also just kind of a bloodbath uh, at the bottom of the league there in that bottom half uh, that you could. Yeah. I, I really want to see the six-way tie, and I think it's completely plausible based on uh, the matchups. I mean, I'm playing Ben, which doesn't really matter in terms of much of anything uh, besides the division for Ben and, and Michelle. Uh, but Michelle could definitely beat Mandy. Mike can beat Lane, Travis can beat John, and Chris can beat Keegan. All of those things are very realistic outcomes for this week, which would make the, which would be the scenario to get a six-way tie. So yeah, but it doesn't matter. Because, well, it doesn't matter for Lane, Travis, or Mike just because those guys are well, not Travis. Travis is actually Lane. If okay. he wins, he'd be at five and five and six. And if uh, john were to lose and mandy were to lose he would be in the playoffs based on record so lane can get in based on a record mike has to get in on a tiebreaker best scenario yeah mike i think mike's completely done like even if he even if he wins he would have to score like 400 points this week yeah even if he wins he loses so uh, yeah he's it doesn't matter but technically, um, but, I'm not going to call him mathematically eliminated. But yeah, he's he's the one that really does not have a yeah. shot. Mathematically, yeah, sure. Percentage wise, zero point zero 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 one. It's like a 16 seed beating a one seed. Doesn't happen. So unless you're Virginia, then yeah. <laughs> Do you live hey, in Virginia next year? <laughs> who who lives in Virginia here that? Let's see now. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm just looking at all, all of it. Yeah, Travis could get in just because of that point total. Well, pretty he's sitting good. pretty on the tiebreaker. I mean, he's up by, what I say? He's up by 80 points, basic. Well, 50, yeah, almost 80 points over John for the tiebreaker. So, I mean, Travis, if he can tie for that last position, he's he's going to be golden. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. But yeah, should be fun um yeah i'll I give one other thing i'll game. do my quick rundown here the top 10 scores of the week uh and then we can me. move on to uh the actual chris's stat stuff so uh week 10 the top 10 scores in the league were mika zibanejad finally coming through for keegan 33.6 points number two Connor mcdavid 30.2 points for travis very consistent uh philip grubauer third with 30 points for ben thatcher demko a revelation having won a ton of his most uh, he's on fire right now uh 29.6 points for keegan what a pickup i'm regretting i dropped him ever but 
you know, he was terrible to start the season and in a time split with Holtby. So I don't really regret it, but always sucks to see him on someone else's roster doing well after you've drafted somebody. Uh, fifth place, Miko Rantanen, 26.6 points for Michelle. Sixth place, another very popular name for this list, Andre Vasilevsky, 23.6 for Michelle. Seventh, Andre Barkov and Gabriel Landeskog, both with 23.2 points. Barkov's on Keegan's team, Landeskog's on Lane's team. Ninth is Crosby with 22.8 for Lane. And 10th is Hedman with 21.6 points for Paul. Uh, currently money, uh, Keegan added himself to the money list. He got high score this past week. So he has earned himself five dollars in the bank, regardless of the outcome of the rest of the season. And that's all I got. All right, let's look here. So um, everyone's averages like went down this week, except for Keegan. He pretty much stayed even. And, and if that, he increased by like uh, point zero point four. So, <laughs> uh, but I'll run through it here. Um, Paul's still in first, averaging a 168.7. Second is Ben at 158.9. Third is Michelle at 158.4. I'm at 154.6 at fourth. Fifth, averaging 152.8 is Travis. Sixth is John at 145.7. Seventh is Mandy at 145.4. Eighth is Keegan at 145.2. So that six, seven, eight are all separated by within 0.5 or five tenths or whatever of of a point. Um, ninth, 133.5 is Mike and 10th is Lane at 128.2. As I said, everyone trended down from the week before, except for Keegan. As a league, obviously, drum roll, they league trended down, duh. Uh, only by about four points, which makes sense because everyone else was about three or four points trending down, um, for most of us um from the week before but the average to win went up uh just about two points though or two and a half uh from 143 to 145.5 um so not look i mean it it was pretty even for the most part not many people if people went down it wasn't by a lot the biggest jumps down were mandy by five travis by five um, and then everyone else was by went down by like three. So it was between about three or five for everyone else. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty simple week. Uh, pretty easy to add up when you've played 10 weeks. So that's, that was fun. Not using a calculator this time. Yeah. <laughs> Take decimal off. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty great. Like I'm sitting here like, wow, I'm done. Um, that's what I just realized because I was like, I didn't need to do this. So when you were going over those, I was like, it'd be, it, I wanted to see what the average was as a team with me and Travis and then with Ben and Mandy just to see because we're going into the championship thing this week. So yeah. currently as a team, Paul and Travis, the Baratheons are averaging 321.5 points per week. And the Greyjoys of Ben and Mandy are averaging 304.4 points per week. So on average about uh 16 points a week more for the uh baratheons heading into this final 
championship uh, finale here. But that's not that big of a difference. So definitely doable. All right, you ready? Call of the week. What do you got? Call of the week. Uh, my call of the week. Let me flip over. I feel like I had a different one. Oh, I thought about going with Mika Zibanejad for the same reason that our Rika of the week might be the same. Uh, three goals, three assists against the Flyers in the same game, 24 points, which was 24 <laughs> of his 33 points that he had for the week. Uh, but because I, I was watching part of that at a bar, but because it's going to be tied to the reek of the week, I am going to go. The best thing I saw was Philip Forsberg yesterday. It was pretty cool. Uh, I was watching the Preds game and he uh, did a little, he like, he, he does some weird things where he like just flips the puck up in the air and like tries to, you know, kind of like rainbow it in soccer or whatever over people. Um, so he like took the puck up in the air and he was bouncing it on his stick kind of, and he flipped it up over the person and then got the puck back and got basically a clean shot towards the goal. He ended up getting fouled from behind uh, and didn't score a goal on the play, which would have made it perfect. Uh, but they ended up scoring on the power play and still ended up winning the game. So it was a pretty cool play by Philip Forsberg there to flip the puck. That's what I got from my cow. What do you got? Uh, I'm just going to say John for uh, not starting Blackwood. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, You're Blackwood so good for being so bad. But yeah. I mean, it's more of like a thank you for like not having to have me worry. I think I, it, no matter what, I still would have like won, but like if I would have saw that having Blackwood in the net would have gotten him. Oh, I forget what he forget what he scored. I should have wrote that down. Um, let me check here. But yeah, it was like, uh, it was like nine or 11 points, something like that yesterday but he didn't start him and that probably would have had me to like i don't know maybe make a goalie change or or not going change but like pick up someone or whatever um or be kicking myself that i didn't because right i can't pick anyone up um so thank you so much for not starting mckenzie blackwood against the penguins but uh my reek is the penguins because they lost back-to-back days against new jersey after they just had an incredible two weeks of winning six in a row and uh it was just annoying but it makes sense because like i feel like every time we have a call of the week they're the next week that's our reek because they absolutely just blow chunks the following week so it's the curse of the call it is and i it's like the madden curse and now that now that I've called John sarcastically for not starting Blackwood, he's going to be the reek of the week next week for beating me. And I feel like it's going to be in the playoffs because he's sitting in that spot right now. So now I'm kind of worried, but it's all right. I'm, I'm okay with eating crow. It's cool. What do you, what do you got for uh, reek? Well, I, like I said, um, on St. Patrick's Day, when I went over and we were buying our Guinness, uh, I had the displeasure of the only hockey game being on TV being the Flyers versus the Rangers. <laughs> and that game, as you texted everybody, was nine to nothing uh, at the end of the <laughs> second period. So that was, I give it not just a, Carter Hart didn't even start the game. Brian Elliott started the game, gave up five goals. Carter Hart came in, gave up four goals. So two goalies, two periods, 
nine goals against uh that was just it was horrible watching it and i feel so bad for honestly i feel terrible for carter hart i mean he's his head is gone right now i don't know what happened to him but he was a such a solid goalie last year and the flyers have just absolutely fallen apart and a lot of most of that's because of their goaltending i haven't really been watching the game so i don't know if they're just not giving their goaltenders a chance that game they definitely did not give their goaltenders a chance they gave up on the goaltenders um but it's hard to play and be inspired when you know you give up one shot and your goalie's gonna let it in you know like yeah when you're not playing with any kind of confidence that the people behind you are going to do their job, it's really hard to play for them in front of them and not get like pissed off. So uh, it's, it was not, not pretty. That was what the worst thing I've seen all season. Um, yeah. I can't believe I forgot about that. And I, I even texted about it. I was like, Oh shit, this is like all over. And it's the end of the second period, nine, nothing. But yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's awesome. That in Ohio state. Um, I said the Big Ten when Chris and I were talking beforehand. The Big Ten was going to be my backup uh, reek of the week as just an awful basketball <laughs> conference, apparently. That never should have made the tournament. But not many people beat or not many people can beat Oral. Yeah. Well, apparently Florida can't either. So, <laughs> you know, at least they didn't just go and lose in the next round by 30 points. Buckeyes but, and Gators do not finish well against Oral. Nope. And I'm not commenting. Uh, so <laughs> I think that is all we have for the week. Uh, Keegan said that he wanted to come on at some point. I keep uh, forgetting so, to text him. It's my fault. Yeah, because he texted me today and he's like, so what's going on? Um, and uh, so we'll we'll try to get Keegan on here at some point. Uh, I probably yeah. won't be available. I'll talk to Chris. I probably can't get that done this week. Uh, I am flying out of town to do some wedding planning later this week, but uh, we will, we will figure something out. I could maybe do Wednesday. So we'll see if we can get that out to you guys. We haven't completely forgotten about it, uh, but it's been difficult to connect with those last couple managers and our lives have been a little busier. So is what it is, but I think those are the favorite podcasts. I think people enjoy those more than these. <laughs> From what right. I, I don't know. I, uh, people, I think, enjoy uh, getting to know other people a little bit since a lot of them haven't met. So uh, we'll keep it going and we'll see what happens. So and maybe during the playoffs, we can see if some people want to come on like during their playoff matchups and stuff, because the playoff matchups will be two weeks long. So we'll have like a Ooh. one week in review of how's the matchup going and uh, everything. So we can uh, look at the matchups partway through, which will be kind of fun. But uh, all right, that's all we've got for this week. Uh, thanks for joining us again. We will, uh, good luck to your brackets. Mine's busted. Uh, and go out there, set your lineups, and, and see if you make the playoffs here going into week 11. All right, have a good week, everybody. This is Paul and Chris signing off. See ya. Thank you.